Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. Content LA gets underway later today, C21's annual conference at the Abel in Los Angeles, designed to uncover future trends, new opportunities and fresh partnerships in the international content business. Among a stellar lineup of speakers are Hulu Vice President of Content Development Beatrice Springborn, former Netflix International Originals Chief Eric Barmack, writers Gideon Raff, Anthony Horowitz, director Carrie Scogland, and many more. We'll have plenty from the event in upcoming episodes of this podcast, and in a moment we'll be hearing from Christian Vesper, Executive Vice President and Creative Director of Global Drama at Fremantle, ahead of his appearance at Content LA. But for now, here's a rundown of some of the news from C21 Media this week. With the upfronts underway in New York this week, the news has been dominated by new show announcements from the New Look Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, Warner Media, and The CW. In all, 35 new scripted series have been ordered across the US national networks, with Fox, now distinct from its former studio, greenlighted the greatest number with four comedies and six new dramas, including Tom Paine and Michael Sheen starring Prodigal Son from Greg Berlanti and gothic family saga Filthy Rich starring Kim Cattrall. NBC ordered three more seasons of smash hit This Is Us, alongside just three new scripted shows for the full. It was the same number over at ABC, down on seven series last year, highlighting a less is more strategy that seemed to be mirrored across the broadcast networks as they placed growing emphasis on building up nascent streaming services. To this end, Disney caught the industry off guard with the announcement ahead of its first upfront as owner of 21st Century Fox that it's agreed terms with Comcast to acquire the outstanding third of Hulu it doesn't yet have its hands on. The move will pave the way for the Mouse House to power up the US-centric streamer as a global proposition, while at the same time rolling out Disney+. The move also allows Comcast's NBC Universal to set course for the launch of its own streamer, and claw back rights to some of its most valuable programming. Shows like The Office, reputedly a huge driver of viewing on Netflix alongside Friends, which AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson identified as among the programs WarnerMedia will return to its stable as its own global OTT play takes shape. For more on all these stories, plus in-depth analysis of the upfronts, visit c21media.net and get the C21 Pro 2019 US Programming Trends Report. As mentioned earlier, Content LA will be getting underway later today at the Abel in Los Angeles. Among the speakers is Christian Vesper, Executive Vice President and Creative Director of Global Drama at Fremantle. The companies behind series including Deutschland 83, American Gods and upcoming Gorinda Chada drama Beecham House. Vesper will be on a panel talking about the increasing complexity of putting shows together and the changing role of distributors in a market increasingly dominated by streaming. I sat down with him recently and we touched on some of these issues as well as talking about the changing US marketplace and Fremantle's upcoming slate. But first, I asked Vesper about the growing popularity of non-English language drama around the world. We as a company are, are really excited about the growing access to and success of foreign language drama in the global marketplace. It's been bubbling away for years, I think. Years ago at Sundance we were programming foreign language series, but we were a small network and now it seems to be much more of a global phenomenon. Uh, we had great success, obviously, with uh, 
Deutschland 83 and Deutschland 86. We also are shooting season two of My Brilliant Friend, which is in Italian on HBO in their Sunday night slot, which is uh, a massive shift. Uh, I think that we as a company have long supported that trend toward foreign language programming. Our, our you know, all of our producers are wonderful, but a lot of our producers are making shows in Italian, French, Danish, and I think we've had a lot of success at pushing those shows out into the global marketplace. And I think that in such a crowded market, as long as the stories distinguish themselves, audiences seem to be sophisticated enough now to find these shows and watch them regardless of language. Within that kind of environment, with so many shows around, with so much yeah. competition, what, what are the challenges that you face I mean, I think with all the shows in the marketplace, that level of competition with our traditional competitors, as well as, you know, as a distribution and production company, we face competition from both our other production and distribution companies, the Hollywood studios, and now this trend for the bigger SVOD platforms to try and bring production in-house, go directly to the writers, or, or you know, and, and give them the opportunity to bring on smaller producers. Uh, I think that what we have to offer is expertise at distribution, a different model. Or, it's interesting, it's a different model in that it's a more traditional model. You know, we, we, we put together networks and, and projects to find the best creative and financial package for our producers. And that's, that's, our, that's why they brought me into the company, is to really do that work of getting in between everything and finding out what can work best. And I think that the competition more than ever is now about who has access to it, who is aligned with talent. And I think talent can mean producer talent as well as writers and directors. You know, to that end, you know, we have companies that are part of Fremantle like Wildside who have, you know, done an outstanding job at both being expert producers at delivering a super high quality product to people like HBO and, and Rai as well as attracting filmmaker talent like Paolo Sorrentino and Luca Guadagnino. Um, the, the same goes for our companies in Tel Aviv and in, in, in Berlin. And what we're really looking at is how do we, and it's been our mantra for a while, but how do we create an environment where that talent feels comfortable and supported? Because that is what you have to offer. If you, if you work with talent that is irresistible or and that is undeniable, people will do deals with you. And I think that, you know, we, to that end, you know, we've had such a good experience on producing La that we've done a first look deal. You know, that led to the first look deal with Pablo and Juan Lorraine. Uh, you know, we have writer deals with people like Neil Cross and Ron Neiswander and Jonathan Liscow. Um, and and it's, it's essential now to, again, I don't think that was always the case with production and distribution companies. It is becoming. The industry consolidation we're seeing, obviously, the, the AT&T Time Warner takeover. HBO is now part of a different company. Yeah. You have a strong relationship with them. Disney and Fox is, is going to have a significant impact across the business. And a kind of, I don't know, circling of wagons, it seems, in certain yeah. places. How does that impact you? Um, I'm optimistic about it. I think while those companies, you know, Disney will include Hulu and well, there is probably at some point a desire on their part to be totally vertically integrated and, and control everything. I, I don't think that's ever worked in the past. I think in our business, and it, 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 
it, our business needs sort of the the marketplace of ideas and a bit of freedom to to succeed, and it always has. I I, I was at HBO when when AOL took over, and, and you know, you, I feel like entertainment is an industry that always resists certain perceived efficiencies. I think that right now there's a little bit of a I think everyone's a little tense because of the power of the SVODs, the, the seemingly monopolistic tendencies that tech companies have. I think that with now uh, traditional studio companies like Disney and Warner really pushing forward, I think it will create, again, a, 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 a lot of competition. And I think in, in, when there's competition, you can be aggressive about deal making. And I think that deal making aggression obviously benefits companies like us, but it will benefit the writers and the directors and the producers. And I think that there is room for a lot of ways of, of doing this business. I think that for us, it's about working with our producers who are all really experienced, you know, bring to their projects that experience to deliver, I think, the, a much higher quality product than, than um, is standard. Tell us about those dramas, the shows that are top of mind for you right now. Top of mind, we have a project called Beecham House, which we're really excited about. It will be on in the fall on ITV on their uh, primetime Sunday slot. It's uh, directed and written by Gurinder Chadha, uh, the filmmaker who did Bend It Like Beckham and just sold for an enormous amount of money. Uh, her film, uh, Blinded by the Light at Sundance uh, to Warner Brothers. Gurinder came to us, um, we, have a, we have a deal with her company and she came to us with a project uh, which she describes as Downton Abbey in pre-Raj Delhi. And so it's a, it's actually, it's beautiful. It's, we shot half of it kneeling, half of it in India, uh, recreated a, 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 a Delhi palace in Ealing, um, the interiors, and then did great location work in India. It's, what's interesting about it is that it is about this luxurious, dramatic soap opera world in India before the Raj, but it also is not just through the point of view of the English people living in, 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 in Delhi, but also very much through the point of view of um, um, Indian, South Asians um, in that era. So we're excited about that. Uh, Baghdad Central, uh, produced by Houston Films. It uh, is written by Stephen Butchard, who uh, won a Golden Globe for The House of Saddam. It's for Channel 4. But what we like about it is that it subverts the genre a bit. It is a detective story. It is focuses on a man who's searching for his missing daughter. So it's very simple in that respect, but it's set in Iraq just after the American invasion and the perspective is uh, that of an Iraqi police detective who in the debathification of Iraq has been pushed to the side and the Americans and the English bring him back, give him a home in the green zone to protect his family, uh, but it compromises him, it makes him a collaborator on the one hand, uh, but on the other hand he's willing to do anything to find his daughter. It stars uh, Walid Zouatir, who's a Palestinian-American actor. Uh, Bertie Carville and Corey Stoll, uh, and it, we shot it in Morocco. It's uh, again appearing in the fall at the end of the year. Then we also have uh, coming up in the fall Luminaries, which is based on the Booker Prize winning book, The Luminaries. Uh, Eleanor Catton, who wrote the book, was the youngest Booker Prize winner ever. Um, she's still quite young. She adapted the novel for working title. Uh, Andrew Whithead is the producer. 
and that was something that we got involved in uh, prior to production and, and worked on the development with them as well. It uh, is being directed by an Australian director, Claire McCarthy. Uh, that's for BBC Two, and it's a story of it's a story of uh, uh, two women making their way in Gold Rush, New Zealand in the 1860s. Uh, Ava Green and Eve Hewson are the two stars, uh, two women who are both at odds uh, in a very dark and, 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 and way. It involves murder, it involves theft of gold, but at the end of the day, these are women that are alone in a world of men and, and both trying to, to, to find a place there. It's uh, really beautiful. Ava Green has done, and Eve Houston have both done a remarkable job. And then we have a, uh, a project that comes off of our slate at Fremantle Global called La Jaria, and it is a Spanish language uh, eight-parter from uh, Fabula. We're working with them um, as producers. We now have a first look deal with them as well, and that is a company run by Pablo Lorraine, the Academy Award-nominated film director and his brother Juan de Dios Lorraine, and they won an Academy Award last year for Best Foreign Film for Fantastic Woman. Uh, they are, I think, among the very best producers in Latin America, which is an area that we are making some big inroads in and is very important to our growth. Uh, La Jaria, Jaria is uh, set up right now on TVNA. We're, we're, we're looking for other homes for it as well. But uh, it's, it's extraordinary. We, um, we, we sh showed footage recently to a few select uh, uh, buyers and um, I think everyone was blown away. It's a, uh, it's a story of um, a missing girl, but uh, the interesting part of it is that it's set against the backdrop of this feminist movement in Latin America to push back against, you know, there's a huge disproportionate level of femicide in Latin America for develop as far as developed countries goes. And they're really fighting back against that. And what they've done, and what the crux of the story is, is they put in these female detective squads to investigate crimes against women because the male detective squads were not and taking it seriously. And uh, it's just, it's a story about gender and politics and class. And one of the stars is Daniela Vega, who is the trans actress that was in Fantastic Woman last year. And it's a really, it's a really vibrant and exciting story. So that will also be ready for the fall. Christian Vesper from Fremantle, among the speakers at C21's Content LA, taking place later today at the Abel in Los Angeles. Also speaking at the event is Fabric Entertainment President Melissa Awat. She features in a C21 TV video interview you can watch on our site now, discussing the seismic shifts currently taking place in the US market and the implications for overseas players. If you're headed to Content LA, we hope you enjoy it. If not, stay tuned to C21 Media for all the stories coming out of the event and tune into the podcast next week. For now, that's all we have time for in this episode. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.